It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. It's the midweek edition prior to the away game against Edinburgh. On the line, I've got Statsman Danny Deegan. How's it going? And I've got William Davis. And William, you were at the press conference today. Who were you talking to? Uh, yeah, virtual press conference today, Alan. We had uh, Andy Friend, head coach, and we had uh, new recruit Connor Oliver. So maybe uh, let's have a listen to what they had to say to us. Weekend is a big game. It's... Uh... Nice, good start against Glasgow. Probably a disappointing end to the to the Cardiff game where it got away from you. So it's uh, Edinburgh's, Edinburgh are a big challenge. They're a side that have been operating at a fairly high level in competitions. Um, yeah. So what what are you expecting on uh, an unusual time, a Sunday evening kickoff at uh, 7.35? Yeah, look, it is different with, with, with the Sunday kickoff, but these are the things you have to try to taking our stride now with, with uh, circumstances and stuff. And look, um, we're just adapting to every situation. And look, Edinburgh is going to be a massive challenge. Same as, uh, as you said, the Cardiff game was very disappointing last week. So we feel as if we need to go out and maybe right a few wrongs that we, we felt like that game got away from us. And we need to go over to Edinburgh with a, with, with a, with a mindset of, that we need to get points from this game. Um, they're a tough team. Look, they came close against Munster last week as well. So... This is look. We we're on, on to the next on to the next job on to the next game and look. We can't be. We're not putting any excuses in place of like when the games are or the circumstances. These are the things that unfortunately we just have to deal with with circumstances with um, everything going on around the world. I was trying to look at it as just a longer travel. It's like being travelling up to up to Belfast to play against Ulster. Like the, the time of travel is very, is pretty similar. And um, just that fact that you have to go to an airport and get a plane is, is a bit different to getting on a bus at the sports ground. Yeah, look, I've been delighted with the game from getting here. It's the most rugby I've played in a long time. I feel like I'm settling in well into the team, starting to understand how we want to play rugby and stuff. Um, and yeah, look, I'm enjoying everything of it so far. Just the experience alone, kind of moving up to Galway and stuff has been great. Um, it's nice, it's very refreshing for me as well. So, um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted that the coach will give me the opportunities to play week in, week out. I think that's good for me, good for any player to be playing every week. Maybe we didn't um, we didn't exit as well as we wanted to. We had a lot of pressure put on ourselves when, from Cardiff. The, the, the kicking game, um, the kicking game was excellent. They played a very good game to, um, to be fair to Cardiff. I thought they played the best they played this year as well. But um, yeah, we want to be, we want to be more efficient with, with when we have the ball and to be able to transfer pressure onto the other team instead of maybe we, we try to run a few teams we maybe shouldn't have. But we're an expansive rugby team. We like to, we like to play. We like to play. Like to play a nice brand of rugby as well, um, but yeah, maybe we, we put a few things in place that we think is going to give us give us a better benefit this weekend. But mainly just uh, holding on to the ball a bit more and just being a bit smarter around when we actually want to attack and when we want to put pressure back onto the other team. Andy, it's been a busy couple of days. We've got news of the Connacht uh, representatives in the Ireland team just been announced, but you've also been dealing with a with a positive test, which is. Headline news now. Um, so, how has that affected you? Did that cause you major problems, or did you have a? Is there a plan in place just to to deal with all those issues? And maybe if there is, you could explain how it works. Yeah, there is a plan. There's been a plan the whole time. It was probably bound to happen, mate. It has happened, but it's been dealt with really well. 
um, you know, we continue to be really strict and diligent around uh, the restrictions and the guidelines that are in place and our own guidelines that are in place. But, but unfortunately, uh, we have had a case. So, um, yeah, that's where it, where it is. But we've just come off the footy field and, and all focus is now on what we've got to do to try and beat Edinburgh on Sunday night. Yeah, you're a little bit stretched at uh, lock because you've got Alton, who's on the bench for Ireland, and Quinn away with the Ireland team and the injury. So that that's a bit of a stress point for you. Yeah, it is. It's a big stress point, to be honest with you. So um, we're yeah, we'll, we'll make do with it, mate. Listen, yeah, there's there's plenty of uh, obstacles being thrown in everyone's way during this whole period. This is this is another one for us, but. Uh, we do have some, some good back rowers who could cover us there. Um, we'll go through team selection later on this afternoon. Uh, but, yeah, at the moment, our, our one fit lock is Gav Thornbury, uh, who's also been having a great season. So good to have him fit and available for us. And we'll see what we put out there in the, as his partner. Yeah, it's tough on uh, Killian Gallagher because I think you were hoping to get, him, to get him back. He's been working very hard to get to that. But he's had surgery now, so it's going to be a, a, bit, of a bit of a further delay for him. Yeah, he had surgery on Friday. Um, that all went really well. Uh, so, again, it's just a, a road back for him again. Uh, Niall Murray, as we know, had surgery the previous week. And then we've got the two boys up in, uh, uh, up in, up in Dublin with the Irish team. Oshin uh, Dowling, sorry, is, is another player who we hope to have by the end of this month or early next month. So, um, yeah, we're, we're sort of very, very skinny in that area at the minute. Um, but we'll make it. We'll make it work this weekend. Medical joker, a possibility there. I, I would think. I mean, it's 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 a hard position to. It's hard to put somebody in there who doesn't play there all the time. Would you be thinking along those lines, maybe? Yeah, we are. We are having conversations and discussions with the RFU at the minute, and and we're just waiting to get some finality on that. Looking at uh, uh, the game against Cardiff. Connacht really played well at, early in the second half to get themselves back into it. Uh, got it to 10-7. But when the pressure came back on from Cardiff, and this is a word that's been used a lot now around all our lives, is resilience. Did, Connacht, did they panic a little bit there? Did they, did they just go off game plan uh, at a crucial time? And once it opened up, Cardiff just were able to, to swoop very quickly and put that game to bed. Yeah, it was a really, um, really frustrating last 20 minutes because we'd done all the hard work. We got back to, to 10-7, as you said. They were down to 14 men. And then there was that, that four-and-a-half-minute passage of play that uh, changed hands about five times. Um, and, and in the end, they, they outworked us, to be honest. It was as simple as that. Um, and, and the team that was going to score there was the team that was likely to win. And then after that, went to 15-7, and then we... We had the penalty try yellow card, and it was all was all over from there. But yeah, that was the main, or one of the main areas that we discussed as a group. You know, we've got to learn when we when we're up by one uh, one player, and we're only three points behind, and the momentum has actually swung. We've we've allowed the momentum to swing our way again. Uh, that we didn't need to panic. Stick stick to game plan. Stick to task, and trust that we're going to get there in the end. So we didn't do that. Uh, we paid the penalty for it. Yeah, Connor, who we've just spoken to there, was talking about difficulties uh, in exits. And some of them cost you really dearly. It's, it's very small margins, but when you look back at the game, they're tur- you know, they turn points on very small 
errors in bad places in the pitch uh, for Connacht. Is is that something you've been building into your thought process for Edinburgh? Very much so. So Edinburgh, Cardiff, to play a very similar style of games, the two teams that play a very similar style of game. And we we knew what we needed to do, and we did it on the whole. We did it very, very well. On the four occasions out of 21 that we chose not to do what we said we were going to do, we leaked 21 points. So, uh, yeah, the... The the, uh, the evidence is pretty clear for us. Um, stick to game plan, stick to task, and it will work for us when we go off script uh, and try and create things against those sort of teams who they rely on you giving giving them opportunity by trying to create stuff in the wrong area of the field. Um, so we're, we're going to we're going to cop something very similar this weekend, and hopefully we've learned our lesson from that. Uh, it'll be a big game for for Conor Fitzgerald. Uh, it's it's a big task to, to to run a, I suppose just run the whole play pattern for, for for the team. Will he benefit? Do you think from starting a game rather than coming off the bench? Because he seemed a little bit unsure of himself against Cardiff. But maybe when you is it easier for a, a younger player like that to actually start, or is is that tougher? How how do how do you balance that? Yeah, we actually saw it last year with with Jack Hardy when he came back as well. You know we. We had Connor had been starting playing great football. Um, Jack, we, we, we tried to give Jack the, the opportunity to start. Um, but when you're in form and, and things are flowing for you, life looks pretty easy and, and the game looks pretty easy. When it's not and you're trying to find your way, definitely a start is going to hopefully help you. So um, Connor's been patient. He worked really, really hard over the COVID period. He's a really diligent young professional player. Uh, he maps out his week beautifully in terms of what he wants to achieve. Uh, and I'm excited for him, and I know he's definitely going to benefit if he does earn that, that number 10 jersey this week. And the player I've been asked about all the time by people, and I know you're not going to tell me the team, but Abraham Papalili is... Are we going to see him on Sunday, or is he getting closer? Or Because people are excited, even from just that small bit that we saw against Munster all those weeks ago in the Aviva. Um he looks like a player that the Connacht really needs somebody like him to bring a bit of more di- dynamism to the, what they're at. Yeah, he's a he's a real handful, and uh, uh, we certainly didn't sign him to sit him on the bench and not have him involved. So we're we're pretty keen to get him involved too. Yeah. And there'll be plenty of room on the plane for him, even though he's a big lad. <laughs> so he could have the whole back of the plane for himself if he likes. We might just have to balance the weight a little bit, whichever side he sits. Some challenging questions there for for Andy William. Yeah, that's. I mean, look, it's there's a lot going on. Obviously, um, they've had their first uh, positive COVID test, so they've had to deal with that issue. I, I don't think that's a big surprise. I think Leinster are the only uh, provincial provincial side now who haven't had one. Um, but they seem to have the stuff in place, and they've been do. You know, I think what we've got to remember is even back in. July, when the restrictions were lifting, uh, they were operating under very strict circumstances, and it has barely changed. You know, the, their regulations are pretty harsh in terms of where they go, what they do, how they travel. Um, we're all experiencing something a bit like that now, uh, and they're obviously going to be traveling a bit further than us. But they're they're operating in these bubbles, so they have to deal with that. Uh, the injury issues. Very bad news on um, Gallagher uh, having to go for surgery. 
We subsequently heard that Quinn Rue's injured. That's why he didn't make the bench for Ireland. Andy Farrell confirmed that this afternoon. So Connacht are running out of second rows. And it'll be interesting to see if they, if they, I, they will definitely be pursuing this uh, medical joker. Uh, and they've got to deal with all that before they have to look back at why they made a bit of a mess of the Cardiff game. And I think Andy explained that fairly well. Uh, specifically about the their exit strategies going wrong and they were very badly punished for those errors if you watch the game back you know that it they, they, they weren't huge mistakes but they were really punished and they have a big job on on Sunday night in in Edinburgh so it's it's all very challenging plus we've got four Connacht players in the Ireland 23 to take on Italy on Saturday so it's been a busy rugby day it most certainly has, um, and we'll just we'll just quickly talk about that uh, that Ireland selection because one of you know from my point of view I looked at the team and I couldn't believe that probably one of our better players at, since the season started, Kieran Marmion, isn't even on the bench. It seems a, a strange decision, but then I suppose Kieran's used to <laughs> these strange decisions going against him um, in the Ireland camp these days. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit of a puzzling one, but I suppose. Uh, they've been waiting for this guy, uh, Gibson Park, for a long time. He's he's a project player. And project players tend to get picked very quickly when they qualify. Uh, I think he's done okay for Leinster this year. I think he has become the number one there. Uh, I wonder what, how they would have how he would have set it up if we were playing France first. I, do, I don't know. Uh, but the big the big thing I'm wondering to know is, will Conor Murray pay 78 minutes and 45 seconds? <laughs> get on to kick the ball into touch which uh, was the way Joe Schmidt used to often handle it um, I I suspect the two Six Nations games are going to be played very much in Six Nations format and then you're going to see I hope a little bit of experimentation around the Nations Cup games I know they're important games they're internationals but they've he's got to start making changes to this squad. I think he has done. I mean, there's four uncapped players in there. Two of them are starting. Um, so that that's a bit of a change. I, again, that's something that you didn't see in the Joe Schmidt era. But yeah, I've, I've, I, I think Kieran's been badly done by on that one. And I... Well, obviously the Quinn Roo situation, yeah, he, you know, Alton's on the bench. I don't know. Tyburn never completely convinces me for his physicality. I think he's got great skills. So yeah, it's interesting. It's hard. It's sort of hard to get your head around that the Six Nations is starting again in October. I know we have played the odd game in October because of foot and mouth and disease and stuff like that. But it's 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 an odd feeling, uh, and that they're going to play six internationals in seven weeks. But nothing's normal at the moment, so uh, you just have to wait and get his chance. But I yeah, I I, I do feel a bit sorry for him. I, I'm not sure that uh, Jack Cardy's been playing well enough. And I hope that his he has come back energized in the past from trips mm. to the Ireland camp. Um, and you never know uh, I, how you know people get pe- people get injured. So you're only one step away from from being back in 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 the fold. But we'll wait and see. 
Well, indeed. And of course, the other internationals going on this weekend are the women's internationals, because although women's rugby has been stopped dead in its tracks in, in this country, um, the international team are still going and they've got, they've got a game against Italy at 6.30 on, on Saturday. And from a Connacht perspective, Bevan Parsons is back in the fold because she had she had left the squad because she was doing her leaving cert <laughs> before COVID kicked in. So now she's back in the squad. So something to look forward to there. Yeah, and of course... I don't know. She didn't have to do her leave insert in the end because they, they, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's twenty twenty. It's it's a mad year. I don't know next year. I hope next year is a bit easier, but not not convinced. Yeah, it's good to see her back. Um, I that's a bit of an odd one. I don't know how you go out and play an international match if you haven't played any games. Uh, it seems a bit odd that your first match back is an international against the Italian women's side who have improved a lot. Uh, they're a pretty serious outfit these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Women's World Cup in New Zealand in 2021 was sort of launched a couple of days ago. Um, and they seem very confident that it's going to go ahead. But Ireland haven't qualified for that yet. So it'll be it'll be fascinating to see how they play. Um, but I still think it's a big challenge to come into that almost, well, without, without having played any any games. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, um, we'll keep an eye on that one. Okay, we're going to keep this this um, pretty short today. Just, we've had that sort of week break and it sort of just disrupted our, our rhythm. But let's start talking about the, the Edinburgh game. Danny, have you got any stats for us before we, we get um, we get William's thoughts on, on the challenges at the weekend? Yeah, um, games between ourselves and Edinburgh uh, do tend to be close. I know the last one uh, was a fair uh, romping that we took, uh, the fourteen forty one. But before that, uh, most of the games were up until... Uh, 2016, most of the games were only one-score games. Uh, there was one game, it was a two-score game uh, in at home in the sports ground. The last time, it was the last time we actually beat Edinburgh. We won 28-15. Um, but yeah, they, they seem to be tight, tight games. Uh, we also tend to dominate possession and territory, having over those five games, we have an average of 56% possession and a 55% territory. Uh, we just need to learn how to turn that into points because we've got a three three game losing streak against uh, Edinburgh at the moment. Yeah, and, and Edinburgh are on a five game losing streak. I think it is William, and, and they've lost their whole starting pack from the Munster game. Um, but they still have quite a number of guys who were in that 41-14 victory earlier on in the year still playing for them. So it's it's going to be challenging. Yeah, I think it will be challenging. It's interesting. They they, they uh, they've had a rotten start. Uh, to the season, which really is the end of last season. They, they beat Glasgow and then they lost to Glasgow and then they lost to Ulster in a game they should have won in the semi-final. And then they lost a Champ- Challenge Cup quarter-final. Uh, somewhere they lost to the Ospreys uh, in Edinburgh. And then they went to Munster. And I suppose that's the worst sin of the lot is to be leading with a, you know, very little time to go in Thoman Park and lose but Munster are very good at doing that to teams Richard Cockrell won't like that he won't make excuses on losing players to Scotland they they they, they expect that I mean they just have to deal with it I, I, I don't know how many players have gone but it's probably well into double figures uh, well there you go 14 that that's that's a severe loss but they just have he when he's asked about that he just shrugs his shoulders and says we have to get on with it uh They've become a side that don't finish games well. Uh, Ulster proved that, so did Munster. So it's key for Connacht in this game 
It's the simple stuff. No silly penalties. Don't give them field position and stay with them and keep the pressure on them. They're, they are under a lot of pressure. They don't want to go zero and three this season. And it'll be an eerie, empty Murrayfield. It's often very empty anyway, but now it's completely empty, which is going to be bizarre you know, because it's a cavernous stadium. Holds about sixty-seven thousand. You know, sometimes there's only two thousand turn up for a, a a Pro 14 game, but there'll be nobody there at all. Bit of an ask for Connacht. They're missing some key players. I mean, Bundy's missing. He's starting for Ireland. That's that's the joy of it. Um, big game for Conor Fitzgerald if he's selected at ten, as Andy Friend said today. They've he's got to try to control the game, get them some field position. And and as Danny's talked to about there, they've got to convert that. Even in the game against Cardiff, it took them too long to get that try. I know Cardiff were uh, giving away penalty after penalty, uh, but it, it seemed to be really hard work. And hopefully um, they will have learned a bit from that. Uh, you know, you're missing Dave Heffernan, your starting hooker. He's he's on the bench for Ireland. So it's, yeah, it, it's a tough one. It's a very, very tough one. And we've seen Edinburgh turn around with weakened sides in the past and do very well. So I don't know. If I had to call it, I'd, I'd, I'd be going for the home team here. I think they really are up against it. Uh, and it's... It's it's the perform. Obviously, Connacht want to win, but you want to see an eighty-minute performance, and you want to see them take, cutting out the errors and giving them. Don't give them any free points because Cardiff got free points in that game, and that's why they got a bonus point. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly like I. You know, I thought Edinburgh were going to win when I looked at the, the the pack and who was still available to them, um, especially with Schumann in there. He's he's a heck of a player. He's going to be available for Scotland next year. Uh, in the front row, he he created a fair amount of havoc last year. But the other player that that caused us huge havoc last year, last February, um, was was Bill Matter, but he's injured. So maybe you know the, there's that's that's nine of their starting power, eight of their starting pack, not including Schumann, who's still around. Um, maybe there's a possibility, but you know, Danny, what do you think? What are what are <laughs> how do you think we're going to do? Yeah, matter was a very big issue for us last year um, or last February, I should say. He had 14 carries and made 43 meters, so he gave them a lot of go forward ball. Be interesting to see how they replace that. Um, I th- I would have to agree with William as well, though. I think this is going to be a, a tough game for us, especially being so uh, light in the second row. Um, because actually last year we had uh, Murray and Maximu in our second row last year, and we struggled just to get any kind of uh, foothold in the game. Sometimes we were bullied a little bit. Right. Yeah, I think it's a, I think I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who I think is going to be a key player in this game is Jack Anger. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be looking to him to do a lot of ball carrying. Uh, this is going to be a dour old game. They they play very similarly to Cardiff. It's it's not like you're going in to, to play a totally different side. Mm. And that's where if if they can take on what they did wrong in that game, um, and I I'm going to repeat myself here, stay with them because they don't finish games well. I, I don't know what it is. They they just tend to get it wrong in the last sort of 10, 12 minutes. If you can be within striking distance, um, that, 
to me is the key. If if they get away from you and they start to grind you down, then you've no chance. I agree. Let's hope Sammy Arnold can get a lot going and with a bit of luck uh, Tom Farrell will be back. We might have a decent centre partnership and um hopefully hopefully have a win. Of course this is on a Sunday night as well, which is a very strange thing. A Sunday night game, followed by games on Monday night. It's just this this year just couldn't get much weirder. No, uh it'll be it'll be live on uh Go FM from from uh around seven thirty. Yeah, it's weird. I mean a Sunday night. Connacht are doing the same as they did with Cardiff. It's a day trip, they're flying from Shannon to Edinburgh. Uh, Edinburgh Airport is very close to Murrayfield. You could nearly get off the plane and go straight to the ground. It's only about 15, 17 minutes in a bus up the road. Um, they, uh, they're not blaming that for the Cardiff scenario. I suppose it's just something that's very new, but it's, it's the way it is this year, as is you know having to be tested and not being able to go out in groups and, and all, all the other stuff they're doing. Um, so it's an important game. It's an important game, and the performance level has got to come up. It certainly has. Okay, so just before we go, here are the rugby fixers for the weekend from William. Friday, October the twenty third, sees the Pro Fourteen continue with round three action. Two games: Leinster versus Zebra, kick off seven thirty five. And Benetton versus Scarlets with an 8.15 kickoff. On Saturday, October the 24th, there is one game down for decision. Ospreys versus Glasgow Warriors, 5.30 kickoff. Sunday, October the 25th, two games. Ulster versus the Dragons at 3pm. And Edinburgh versus Connacht at 7.35pm. And then a first... And something new for the Pro 14 this season. Monday Night Rugby on October the 26th. Munster versus the Cardiff Blues with an 8.15 kickoff. And the Six Nations is back with one game this weekend and three on Saturday, October the 31st. This weekend, Saturday, October the 24th. Ireland versus Italy at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin, kicking off at 3.30 p.m. Loose, cut it loose. Break out or nothing changes. Sad and confused. Don't wait until 